Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hello and welcome to the Finnovate podcast. Joining me today, we have Steve Frook and Janice Diner of Horizon, one of the companies that won best of show at Finnovate Fall in New York in September. Steve and Janice, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Great to be here. Thank you. So, um, you know, the demo video available at Finnovate.com for anybody who wasn't able to be there in person, and I highly recommend checking it out. But Steve, for anybody who hasn't seen that video, can you give us kind of just a high level overview of what you showed on stage in New York? Absolutely, Greg. So from a horizon standpoint, we are absolutely focused on helping financial institutions be able to achieve three key objectives. The first one is, is overachieving their digital growth goals. The second is, is successfully supporting mergers and new platform launches. And then the third component is driving mass adoption of new innovation and capabilities. And at Finnovate Fall, what we really focused our time on in our demo shows is just how financial institutions, and in fact, over 40 financial institutions today, are utilizing our capabilities to be able to achieve those goals and objectives. Cool. And it really did work out very nicely for you up there on stage. Obviously, the audience really responded to what you were showing them. They voted for you for best of show, which is a massive achievement. Before we get into that, though, Janice, I want to come back to a conversation that you and I had. We actually recorded it for the podcast back in the spring of 2020. And at that point, you you were talking about how busy you were as banks were scrambling to update their digital offerings in the face of lockdowns and all the pieces that were happening. Now, it seems like a lifetime ago, but really, it's just been about a year and a half. How did that situation situation continue to play out for you over the course of the pandemic? Well, you know, like we said, it was insane at first, right? We moved very quickly to help our clients um, help their customers do digital banking, but we moved quickly from digital banking basics like deposit a mobile check or transfer money with, with Zelle to moving across the bank with more features and more functionality like small business, wealth management, commercial, anything digital uh, to teach customers and employees was fair game for us. And at the same time, obviously, Steve and company were aggressively moving through the sales pipeline to provide value as quick as possible. You know, the digital uh, banking maturity of large financial institutions outpaces that of smaller firms for the digital customers. Uh, year over year, for example, um, the self-serve customer platform saw 267% growth in digital demos completed. So we wildly overachieved what we ever imagined. We also saw our assisted serve platform get 135% year over year growth in emailing digital demos from the front line to the customer, some of the stuff that Steve showed in the demo. Yeah, I mean, obviously a huge amount of activity for you, which is great. I know at the time you guys were really struggling to um, keep up with everything, but obviously one of the pieces that comes with this as well is a massive opportunity to learn and learn extremely quickly when you've got this number of companies coming in and working with you, this number of places where you're applying your technology out in the wild, there's a huge opportunity to grow. How did that experience of the past 18 months impact what the audience saw on stage in New York a couple of weeks ago? Well, with, without a doubt, almost everything you saw happen that Steve showed was recent, right? Like 
customers immediately started to put digital demos everywhere that their customers could find them to make the customer experience better, to help the customer not call the call center. We saw um, two types of things. Typically, the placement of digital banking demos in key locations reduced the volume of digital banking support calls up to 20%. Incorporating our digital demos and support calls reduced digital banking calls on average 10 to 45 seconds, right? So just imagine, you know, you're placing a demo on the on, on your .com, you're putting the demo in the customer service page and the contact us page on FAQ page pages. One of our large banks, the most common call to the call center was reset password. When they put the reset password demo inside their mobile app and on their .com, they saw 740,000 demos completed, which dramatically reduced calls to the call center. So whether you're, you know, the, the idea for us is we will help you uh, set up those demos, but then you need to put them in as many places as as your customer is going to be to help sort of solve whatever it is you're trying to solve. Yeah, and I think it's it's it sounds so simple in some sense when you say it like that, but obviously it's a difficult piece to do. Once you get the technology ready, you can have all the pieces in place. But if you aren't able to get the word out about how you or what your bank is offering now, then people won't be able to find it. It won't actually do any good, which is one of the reasons I've really enjoyed kind of following Horizon's story as you guys have continu- continued to evolve there on the Finnovate stage. Um, so, you know, Steve, I'll ask one for you now. I think it's pretty fair to say that the pandemic really accelerated digital adoption in fintech in particular. And this kind of has changed the definition of what we think of a digital banking customer. How has that definition evolved from your standpoint and, and how has it affected the work that you're doing? Yeah, ab- absolutely. So customer expectations from a digital perspective have risen significantly and the measurements that banks are using to really be able to understand their digital penetration is also changing as well. When I, when I think back to pre-pandemic days, I think about how most banks were measuring digital adoption. And typically, Greg, that was done with a measurement of percentage of customers who had logged in to the online banking platform or mobile platform within the last 90 days. And we're not even talking about, Greg, about a transaction being done. We're just talking about someone logging in. And I think when we fast forward to today, obviously that measurement isn't nearly sufficient by any stretch of the imagination. So we're really seeing financial institutions be able to to rethink that measurement and then come up with a number of different measurements to, to replace it. So what we're seeing in the industry is really financial institutions double-clicking on their digital adoption numbers, looking at specifically the customers that haven't enrolled in mobile or online banking. They're also looking at the customers that have enrolled, but then really looking at three other categories. And I think these other three categories are really important And typically, they're done in a 30-day window. So the first one is is just looking at the definition of an active digital customer. And that would be someone that had logged in within the last 30 days into the platform. Then they also look at the percentage of customers who are actually engaged. So when we think about engaged customers, we're looking at doing at least one digital transaction in the last 30 days. And then, of course, really getting to that category where 
all financial institutions want to transport their customers to, which is ultimately the super engaged category where we're really looking at the majority of the transactions for that individual are being done on a, you know, online or from a mobile, mobile standpoint. And when you think about where that's come in that evolution of what is truly a digital customer, I think we've gone from, you know, that sort of digital vanity or that number that financial institutions may, may have wanted to share out into the public world about how great they might be doing to actually real core numbers with regards to what they're achieving from a digital perspective. And I think that's only going to increase, Greg, as, as we uh, continue on in this exciting uh, era of sort of a digital revolution from a banking industry, is, is just getting those measurements tighter and tighter. And of course, ultimately, it's critical for financial institutions of all shapes and sizes to really be focused on the number of digital transactions that their customers are doing. Yeah. And I think to your point, just to kind of continue down this road, I think at some point we're going to drop the digital, right? It won't be a digital banking customer. It will just be a banking customer and you won't have to worry as much about uh, where they're engaging with your brand. It's all about, are you ready for them regardless of where they want to come and engage with you? And I think you're starting to see that as well. More and more people are banking online, certainly than, than never have done. I think it's going to continue. And eventually we may get to a point where virtually everybody could be considered a digital banking customer. I think that's probably the end game here. Um, obviously, we're not quite there yet, but it's not difficult to imagine uh, that what that future actually looks like. I want to pause here because I want to take a moment and talk about the demo itself. You set out, Steve, on that stage to set a record by showing the largest number of different banks in one seven-minute demo, and I think you got there. Um, I also think that decision really showed the audience how versatile Horizon is and how your tech looks in different types of banks. Can you talk through some of the high-level differences between the types of financial institutions that you were showing in the demo? Um, and, and also, you know, I'm especially interested in exploring the differences between kind of the larger multinational FIs and the smaller, more regional ones. Yes, absolutely. So the, the record we set out to achieve was being able to show 15 demos within our seven-minute Finnovate time slot. And, 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 and yes, indeed, we did achieve that uh, goal and objective. The purpose of that was we really wanted to show and illustrate just how versatile our platform is for financial institutions of all different shapes and sizes. So in those demos, we very clearly showed how demos are placed on and embedded into websites of banks. We showed how it works with SEO. We showed how it works with social components. We showed how our platform can significantly uplift the digital fluency levels of the front line, which is a critical component. We also showed how when the frontline employee is in situ, so a branch employee or a contact center, how the platform can actually be used. And you know what we've learned, of course, over the years is, is financial institutions are thirsting to understand how other financial institutions are achieving similar goals and objectives that they have. And the objective, of course, with showing 15 demos in that seven minutes time slot was really to be able to show that functionality. Now, what we also showed to get to the second part of your question was is that our solution works, whether you're a large multinational organization like HSBC, whether you're a national player like US Bank or Wells Fargo, 
whether you're a regional player like uh, M&T Bank or Huntington Bank, or whether you're a community bank like Northwest Bank. And that is something we have worked extremely hard on over the last year is to be able to provide our platform in an effective manner for all shapes and sizes of financial institutions. And that's been a big change of ours. Um, you know, there's always been a need of all organizations to be able to have our platforms. But of course, as a fintech company, you've got to package things up accordingly. And so that was something we were showcasing as well is, is regardless of your size of, of financial institution, we really have a solution for you and we can actually help you with your specific goals and objectives from a digital growth perspective. Well, and I think there's something a little bit comforting about the fact that, you know, so many different financial institutions, regardless of their size and scope, face similar challenges. There's this feeling that we've always had at Finnovate that, you know, there's a community that you're not in this alone, that challenges that you're facing are likely being faced by a wide variety of other types of people as well. And I think that's something which, again, your demo really did a great job of speaking to the audience across the spectrum because there were so many different types of uh examples up there on stage that you showed. And I think people could kind of find themselves in your demo at, at one point or another. Um, so let's turn towards the future. And Janice, I'll come back to you. You know, obviously we don't know what the big challenges in our industry are going to be, but I think it's worth taking some time to think about it and make some predictions anyway. What do you see as being kind of the biggest challenges FIs will have to face over the next couple of years as digital adoption continues to increase? Well, to deal with the crisis and its aftermath, a financial institutions not only need to develop digital solutions as quickly as possible, but they also have to adapt their organizations to new operating models and deliver these solutions to both their customers and their employees. So when you think about innovation, you know, it is an amazing time to be building software, and especially as a CEO of a software company, right? It's a great moment. Um, but the amount of software that's going to be built and the amount of learning that's going to be needed uh, helps strengthen us as a company. Um, but it's not for the faint at heart this moment, right? The, both banks and credit units really need to pay attention to what they have to build. There's simply a lot to, to accomplish beyond digital banking basics, improving the digital customer experience, the use of data analytics and AI, digitizing the back office, open banking, the list goes on. On, right? But at the end of the day, employees and customers need to understand all the digital innovation the financial institutions are developing and launching. And most importantly, your customers must use all these capabilities you're bringing to market. And the ability to execute on both the innovation, bring it to market and make sure it gets use, used and used well is really, I think, what separates the banks. So really, uh, simply put, Horizon, I think, is a perfect partner for all that's happening in innovation today. And we're very excited about, about to help other banks. Yeah, and I think certainly you know, fintech is a rabbit hole. It's easy to see how people fall down that hole because you get a you, you start walking down the path and you realize, oh, wait, we could do more. We can go farther. We can add this. We can add that. There's always going to be pieces that you can continue to add. There's going to be people in other parts of the industry who are raising the bar in various places. So, you know, looking forward, um, how do you think all this will impact future iterations of Horizons technology? You know, what can we expect to see from you guys on stage in a year or two? Uh, good question. I really think that uh, we're doing a ton of work in AI, in uh, in the authenticated 
space. So we're helping our banks predict what a customer might do next, help a customer find a new innovation next. So a lot of stuff in analytics um, and data mining and sort of the expertise of understanding what banks are doing and what, what problems customers are having and how do we help them as a totality. I don't think there are going to be any shortage of challenges for you guys to go and tackle. That's for sure. <laughs> I think this is good. You know, I, I think back to you know the, where you were in March, how busy you sounded then. I don't. I'm afraid I don't see any let up for you in the immediate horizon. Well, oh, that is good. <laughs> <laughs> right. It certainly beats the alternative. Well, um, I want to thank you again. This has been Steve Frook and Janice Steiner of Horizon, another Best of Show winner at Finnovate Fall. Congratulations to both of you. It's great to see you up on stage, and, and the technology that you have really does demo very well. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.